Daryl and Donna Barber, and today is Tuesday, November the 14th, 2023. I hope you got up today, amen, ready to receive the good things of God. You're going over there. I like that. Yes, ready to receive the good things of God. But, you know, just as we turned off the recording from that played yesterday, we're sitting here doing some, you know, back-to-back. We, You kind of got on another little rabbit trail over there, which I thought is great because we've always said to our audience, you you need to know uh, even about the book that you're reading through. You have a little bit of history behind it and everything. So I, I love it. You're going to bring out the audience relevance and things like that to this, what we're reading about. Well, one of the things that intrigued me and got me looking a little bit, and it tells you specifically in the first chapter who James is written to. It's written to the dispersed 12 tribes of Israel, and that was Jewish believers who became Christians, you know, mm-hmm. the Jews that became Christians, who are scattered throughout the world. And when in this, uh, in James 1, where we begin in verse 2 there, it says, my brethren. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's identifying uh, all the 12 tribes in that, who this letter is going out to. Because what had happened, if you remember back in uh, history and everything that took place, the Lord had really commanded them to go out into all the world, you know, leave, get out of Jerusalem, go out into Judea and Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth. You know, it was the commission over them for them to take the gospel, and they didn't do it. They stayed there in Jerusalem, and it ended up taking uh, persecution against the Christians. That drove for, them out. Yeah, yes. for them to just be dispersed all over the world where it happened to be uh, taking place. So, in this letter that James is putting out, and it's going out, it's he's wanting it to get in the hands of these believers to know how to deal with the things they're facing, mm-hmm. the things they're going through. And uh, so to me, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. Well, I'm telling you what, <laughs> they've had a lot of temptations to go back to Judaism. Yes, you they know? have. Yes. Because they, in, your, in their mind, probably they would think it'd be easier not to deal with the persecution and stuff that was taking place. Just go back to the way things yeah, were. Just, and, the, and there was no going right. back. But there was temptation for it. So, yes. So count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. And uh, mm-hmm. if you were with us yesterday, uh, Donna had broken that down from the words it, fall, and temptations. And now worketh. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and now worketh. And uh, won't, you, won't you read that again? Well, just... this is kind of, uh, you know, because this is what I love to do, and, and I'm working on some writings about doing this as well. But This will be the DB translation, This, this right? will be Donna the Barber? DB translation, and <laughs> I, I'm serious. I am working on, on a book that's it's doing this as well, but... Um, just looking at those four words, it, fall, temptations, and worketh, here's what that's really saying is take authority and have rule over your joy when you are surrounded by an experiment of good or an experience of evil, recognizing that the testing of your faith molds and fashions cheerful and hopeful endurance in you. Amen. Amen. Recognizing that. Uh, you see it in yourself. Really, to me, that's a picture of seeing growth. Yes, it's what it is, and that's really what we're getting into today. Because we're going, we started. Now we're going to start the next part that says, "But let patience have 
her perfect work. So let's talk about the word perfect for a little bit. It doesn't mean that something is without any flaw. It's It's got a whole nother definition there. Well, it basically, you can break it down to mean maturity. Because yes. the word perfect means growth, whether it's mental or moral character. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, we need to make it our goal to grow up grow and mature. Grow up and mature. And I was looking at that word and looking at all the definitions, you know, and what we do, we go back and we look at every little, you know, we read through, well, it comes from this word or it comes from this word. And it really does. It means make it your goal to grow up. Make it a goal to grow up. You know, here's the way I've, I've looked at a lot of different things before. I don't care what your natural age is. You can be 30 years old and still be immature. Yeah, acting like a 12-year-old. Still acting like a 12-year-old or, you know, or a teenager or some of those things. And it's the same way in our walk with the Lord. If we are at the same place today in our walk with the Lord that we were five years ago, we're, we're lacking. Yeah, well, something's not happening and you're, you're not growing. You're not growing. You know, so in that, you know, we need to look at that uh, perfect. It's growth that's mental and moral character. We need to be changing. You know, the old statement, well, that's just the way I am. That don't flow. That, that don't go in the kingdom of God. Uh, we're not the same. You know, we change and we grow. And that's what the Word of God does in us. That's why what we're bringing to you this, uh, whatever time it is, I started to say this morning, but whatever time it is you're listening to it, that's why we're bringing this to help mature you mentally and to help mature you morally in, in your the character. character. Yeah, and in the character of Christ. And you know who I thought of? I was thinking about the disciples that came to Jesus and he said, hey, you, you want us to just call down fire? Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus said, you don't know what, spirit, what you're spirit you're of. Because Jesus came on the scene and he's introducing the character of the Father, the character of who he is. And that's what we're talking about, growing up and maturing in. And I, I love that you just brought that out. It, it You know, if we're... If we're still acting in the same character that we were in the time past, well, that's just the way I am. Well, you should be growing and maturing in the character of Christ, not the the character that you used to be. Well, you think about some of the issues going on right now. There's a mental health crisis in yes, our nation right there now. Is. But I think it's something that's being created. I, I, I do too. I don't think it's a reality. I, I'm going to put it like that. I don't think it's something that's born out of a... You know, something that was uh, birthed in somebody's life, but it's something that's been rehearsed Society over and over care, and over yes, again. And yes. when you say it enough times, people start believing it, and they take that. Uh, they're formed. They're formed. They're fashioned. That, yes, by the know. culture around them. And you know, yes. and and you go to Romans. I think it's twelve and two. Said, mm. "Be not conformed." Or fashion with My this world. Gosh, yes. But be transformed, how? By renewing your mind. Yeah. So when you start putting the Word of God in you, you get a whole nother uh, level of influence um, that is in yes. a higher dimension mm. that starts molding you to be in the image of Jesus Christ. And that is a mental growth. That is a moral character yes. uh, uh, growth in you. And, and listen, if you've been prone to be a person that is you know, dealing in mental situations to where uh, I made the statement, that's the way I've always been. Yeah. Listen, mm -hmm. you're not growing in Christ. You need to start renewing your mind with the Word of God. You need to let that start manifesting in you. And you'll see 
It she, will heal your mind. Well, the last part, Donna, broke down that scripture. She says, recognizing that the testing of your faith molds and fashions cheerful and hopeful endurance in you. You're not the same as you used to be because your mentality is changing because the Word of God is working in you. And I want to just throw out something here today. I know we got to close on this. My goodness, I, we could preach now, but <laughs> we got to close this out. But the book by Dr. Caroline Lee, Switch on Your Brain, is a good example of how to deal in these areas. And she brings it all around. As a neuroscientist, she brings it all around to the Word of God and how our brains are wired to work. Anyway, we got to stop for today. We've got a lot more to to kind of go through, but we thank you so much for tuning in. Please share the podcast with someone. Everyone have a blessed day.